Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hoot Hobbs Show. I am your host, Hoot Hobbs. With me, as always, Mr. BT, Brandon Torres. Hey, hey. All right. So, just going to get into this. Uh, you sent me a TikTok that <laughs> changed my day yesterday. Uh, you know, <laughs> turning into the dad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Was, just slowly <laughs> at a restaurant. Yeah, I just love it. The waitress comes over. Everyone's plates are empty. How was everything? And then the dramatic music starts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, looks down at the plates. Yeah, yeah. Plates are empty. Then he notices him and dad are wearing the same shoes. Yeah. And then you look up and they're wearing the same clothes. <laughs> I just love the pain he puts in his face. Can't you tell? I hated it. <laughs> yeah, dad like, joke, and, like, then, and then it just zooms out to like normal speed, and right. she's just irritated walking yeah. away. And stupid joke. Yeah, that was the best thing ever, though. I, I thought of you as soon as <laughs> of I course saw you it. did. Dad joke. You want to know why? Because every time now I see people I know in restaurants, I intentionally give them one of the dad lines, like "Too late, we already ate it all." Or my personal favorite, can't believe they let you in here. <laughs> oh my god, you are doing that now in public and on purpose. Yes. You've leaned into the gimmick. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. I'm. I actually. I'm. I've got a pair of white New Balances. All right. I'm. I'm about to start rocking them things everywhere. I gotta get. I. I still can't bring myself to wear like the little fleece vest thing though. Yeah. Like it's like I don't. <laughs> yeah, I used to see a lot of old dudes rocking that where I used yeah. to work. They'd be downstairs, yeah. look real nice and professional, but then they're rocking like a vest. It's yeah. like. Uh, did you jump ship? What's yeah. going on? What's with the well, life preserver, brother? It's because they want to keep their 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 moobs warm. <laughs> but, you know, got to be able to let that <laughs> underarm breathe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Got to let that underarm breathe and keep them moobies warm. <laughs> so, so, so it's all about staying toasty. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I assume. I, I don't know. I can't bring myself to wear the vest. Uh, okay. So I was going to talk to you about the article. Uh, which, I, I don't know. It seems counterproductive. But because of... Uh, the increase at the gas pumps that everyone's feeling, unless, of course, you know, you got an EV, which, I mean, <laughs> must be nice. But. Yeah, it's a, one of those things that, I mean, what am I going to do, walk? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at me. Do, I, do you think you get this body by walking? No, sir. I'll just pedal my bike. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's... I have an exercise bike for profiling reasons only. Just like your Harley. <laughs> well, at least I used to use it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And you still at may, least, may, get yeah. some, may get some use out of that, but that exercise bike no, just gathered that, dust. Hey, man, that's there for profiling reasons alone. That way, if they're ever like, oh, does he have heart problems? Well, he can't. He's got an exercise yeah, bike. Yeah, there's no too. way. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so because we've seen uh, a, you know, a slight increase at the pump, uh, that that almost made me vomit saying slight. slight. Anyway, um, apparently, and this is a this is an article I read. And hey, look, man, it's this is an article on iHeartRadio from the Bobby Bones show. Okay, oh, okay, now, okay. It's a, so it's a actual article. Yeah, There's, it's an somebody actual. Somebody put some research behind yeah, this. And exactly. Put, put some I mean, effort you know, into this. Right. It's not you know off of uh, Infowars or something like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? To some some random site that's just got a. A skewed point of view to begin with, right? So, how crazy is it that we're putting all this stock into what Bobby Bones says, but like not? Well, I don't know. I think Bobby Bones has proven himself to be more credible than Alex Jones. But anyway, um, so on this article, it's saying that there's a possibility of three hundred dollars a month coming to you uh, via another stimulus package, um, which 
you know, some people are like, oh, good, we need the relief. Uh, I don't want to be that guy. But... But I'm going to be that guy. Like, <laughs> there are other ways... Uh, there's more cost-efficient ways of getting this job done, right? Yeah. Like, the government can and has in the past regulated fuel prices. You know what I'm saying? Um, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know where to go with this because everyone's like, well, it's because of this. I'm like, no, it's not. It's because rich oil tycoons don't want to have richer. To, yeah, they, they don't want to give up their sixth or seventh well, house. Ultimately, that's what it is, yeah. is it cuts into profit margins. Exactly. And if I'm a billionaire and I'm wanting to remain a billionaire, I'm going to gouge somebody. So Yeah, and it's very, but, but you have to understand, think about that, though. I mean, the world needs more billionaires. Because they, they, are the one, they are the best of us, okay? The 1%? Yes, they are the best of us, okay? They deserve to have all their houses while the rest of us peasants... Uh, <laughs> that bust our ass every day. Yeah. And don't worry, we're the ones paying the high price, okay? But don't worry, we might get another stimulus bill that will dig us deeper into a national debt uh, with, I don't know, probably one of our enemies because what else are we I don't know. Do? I think it's uh, counterintuitive to the point to try yeah. to give a stimulus check to think that's going to be the fix here when really <laughs> the, the issue is you got to look at these people that are in charge of these prices that have the ability to, to adjust them. I would start looking at them first. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I mean, I guess that's the point I'm making is I'm like, I don't know that a stimulus package is really what we need right now. I, I think, uh, I don't know, just lower the, lower the price. I, sorry, I have to just, I had to swallow that one. Um, yeah, they're, so we're swallowing gas prices that's or all something. We're, doing. we're just taking it and taking it from people that have the ability to change this, but we can't change ourselves. Yeah. But we can we can uh, get on this microphone and bring it to people's attention. That's that, right. Hey, there are people that do have the ability to change this. So yeah, don't don't, don't let anyone lie to you and say, well, it's just the way it is. There's nothing we can do about it. Like, yeah, there's no. things we can do about it. We just have, we'd have to actually be disciplined enough to do it. Like uh, back in I think '08. Um, we somehow, um, I guess, I don't know, 2008, was Twitter a thing? I think that was a thing. Uh, barely. Infancy yeah. stages, probably. We'll call it MySpace. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so Tom and the okay, rest of MySpace. <laughs> well, I mean, but they organized, uh, you know, a nationwide, you know, internet-based, but yeah. nationwide, uh, what would they call it, like a gas out or something, where ba- pretty much for a 24-hour period... Very few people in our country bought fuel. Yeah, nobody purchased gas for a little bit. And we noticed the price went down pretty quick, too. Yeah, we were like, whoa. And the stock market noticed it immediately. Yeah, well, exactly. Because it immediately had an impact where people were like, oh, wait, nobody's buying gas at the moment. Instead, they're just staying at home. And online purchasing had peaked up some because yeah. people weren't leaving their home. They were you know, doing a gas out, as you yeah, said, like a lockout, right. but for yeah. gas, not purchasing and, and, gas. And I think that something like that, Hey man, that's it's, it's uh, power to the people. It's, yeah, I it's mean, one that, of the thing. I, people forget that there is power behind yeah, the number of us say, that are out here. But just, just all I can say is just remember, uh, civil disobedience is uh, you're right, but but remember that it it must stay civil. All right, just remember that. So don't go burn down an easy mart and be like, I'm doing my part. You know, that's that's not going to work. Um, but other than that, I mean, we, I don't know, man. We. At some point, we the people are going to have to stand up and be like, "Hey, you know what? We're we're done letting 
you know these greedy tyrants yeah tell the, us what's yeah what? exactly whether it, and let me tell you something it don't matter if you're republican democrat or, or a three-headed squirrel this you, is you, uh poor versus rich that's right that's and that's something that we not it's not a, several times it's not a uh bias as far as your political leaning it is yeah. a bias as far as we have money and you don't yeah and us that don't have quite as much you know us regular people man it's time for us to be like hey well, I think I we're done. We outnumber them by a significant portion. If all of us impoverished poor people, yeah. yeah. If we all kind of got together and said, hey, this is a bunch of crap that you 1% are the ones that control absolutely everything, you know, there is a movements that could, things yeah. could happen. So you remember um, back in 2004, there was this band that had uh, moderate success, um, had, had great success then, but over the course of their uh, career is very moderate success, but the band was called Good Charlotte. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Where is he going? Uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous is one of their more uh, popular songs. Oh right? yeah, very, uh, very. It's one of those ones that if you hear it, you're like, oh god, I recognize that yeah, song. Yeah, exactly. Whether you but, want to. Or not. Yeah, exactly. And, and believe me, I get it if you don't want to. But I happened to hear this song. It popped up randomly on my YouTube music. And so, you know, for nostalgia's sake, I was like, well, I'll listen to this, you know. And I actually listened to the words as an adult, and I was like, this is, um, this is some right-on stuff right here. Though basically, the whole thing is talking about, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous. Uh, they're always complaining. Um, if money's such a problem, uh, well, they've got mansions. Maybe we should rob them. And I'm like, yeah, or maybe we should. You know, I mean, I'm not telling anyone to go yeah, rob rich people. It's but a metaphor is really what it is. Right, what yeah. it is is it's saying that, hey, uh, they're so rich and they're so wealthy and they have so much angst about how wealthy yeah, I right. am. Why don't we take a little bit of that wealth uh, off their hands and ease their work? Right. And, and talking about how out of touch and how biased the system is towards those people. Like, for instance, there is a line that says, uh, uh, imagine you were caught smoking crack. McDonald's wouldn't even want to take you back, but you can always run for mayor of D.C., so yeah, because famously the mayor of Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah, once was involved in a cocaine and prostitutes. Uh, yeah, scandal. no, we're not talking powder cocaine, okay? No, we're just crack cocaine. We're talking about crack, man. That's crack, baby. Yeah. I mean, that's Jimmy Crack Corn. I mean, that's, wow. Hey, he don't care. <laughs> no, no, and he don't care. And apparently no, no one else does. <laughs> yeah, no one else gave the freaking mayor. I mean, you know, you got all kinds of, all kinds of rich, scandalous things. Things like things we'd go to jail for, they get slapped on the wrist. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, got worked up on that one. Anyway, uh, basically, I just want their money. That's all it is. Well, I don't even necessarily want the money. I just want to be able to live that carefree life. Yeah, I would say know? if I could because, do that without the money, then by because all means. we have to work so hard to just obtain Survive. what we have to get by, and yeah. we don't have a whole lot in comparison to what these exorbitant wealthy people have. True that. And sometimes it doesn't always seem fair. And I know it goes back to life isn't fair. You know, right, some people sure. earn what they get, but then there's those that don't earn what they yeah. get. They just have it. They, they just have it. Because they've always been born into it and they've never right. had to do anything to keep it. Right. Other than continuing keeping the little poor man down. Right. That's right. And, and like, look, man, I don't really have any room to complain, at least anymore. You know, me and my wife, we lived. You know, super broke and all that kind of stuff, but and, and we're not now, so I don't have a lot of reasons to complain. I'm very blessed, but I'm still one of the regular people. You know, we don't make that much money. We're still regular people. Oh, you're not making that big podcaster money yet? Yeah, not yet. I okay. First off, I'm here, and I I want I I want to be able to tell people what underwear to wear. 
I want to be able to start telling people to shave their balls. I want uh, to, to tell them what, oh, that you can get a subscription where you can get all kinds of cool stuff and that they'll send you an email with all the stuff that's going to come in your box. I'm not going to name any names like Manscaped or Bespoke Post or MeUndies. I'm not going to name any of those names. Oh, you, you're not, not going to name no, MeUndies? No, I'm not going to say anything like that because I don't want them thinking I'm you know, thirsty for their advertising or, or money. Or pandering at all. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that, you know, me undies underwear is the most comfortable underwear that is out there. Today. Okay, okay. For the record, okay, not right this second, but I do. I actually do have a me undies subscription. My wife got it for me, and let me tell you, that's not a lie. They are no so cap. comfortable, man. Oh my god, they're like what? What do they call that? That like that buttery material? It's like oh yeah, shit. yeah. Oh, I bro. love those, man. So those things grace your tuchus. Oh man, it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chef's kiss, kiss baby. <laughs> That's good stuff. And what's bad is I also have the Manscaped stuff. You do. I do. My wife got me that subscription. Hey, too. they're good services. They, they really are. Hey, are. And, and like, like as as an actual customer, because I'm not an advertiser for them. Yeah, no, we're we're not paid by them at all to say these things. Yeah, just so I'm, our I'm hoping. Knows. I'm hoping that after they hear me bragging on them when I don't have to, that they're like, "Hey, let's throw some money at them." But anyway, uh, all I'm saying is like I have Manscaped and I have MeUndies and. Both of these services are fantastic. Well, good. I've uh, actually had them in the past as well. I don't currently oh, have okay, them. okay. There you go. But I've had the services in the past. Yeah. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah. Very comfortable. And the the easiness that with you get these things shipped to your door. Oh, yeah. You never even have to leave your house. It's great. Well, And, with and sometimes like, you forget you have them. Uh, yeah. Well, what's cool is this. I pay a, a yearly subscription for Manscaped. Okay. And it's like, it's not it's not high dollar. I don't know my wife's the one who pays it for so. Sorry. But hey, sugar mama pays that? Yeah. Well, it was a gift and that was nice of her. But so basically I bought this she bought me this like gift set that came and it came with a year subscription or, or a yearly subscription. Or like every month or every two months or something, they just ship me out some stuff. Most of the time it's like replacement blades for, you know, like the the shaver and and, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it shows up every once in a while. I've got lots of stuff like you know, I, I don't know, man. It's 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 a really cool service because it's stuff that you don't think about. Like even when you go to like the you know Walmart or whatever, you don't think about that crap. So whenever it shows up, you're like, oh hey, oh thank God I needed that. Yeah. So you know that's pretty cool. Not to mention I had underwear that was older than my kids, and so with the MeUndies thing now I'm starting to replace. <laughs> so now you can say that you can <laughs> you can actually say that not all of your underpants are older than right. your firstborn child. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Only like three pairs now. Man. However, the second born, all bets are off still. Yeah, man, he's only six months. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> give, give, you a little, give a brother a little time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, give me at least a, I don't know, two years. <laughs> two, oh my god. <laughs> well, they're, it's not like I don't wash. Them. Well, I know, and and they're high quality underwear. Yeah, me undies. So yeah, it really is. So you know, you're not sacrificing quality for a cost. That's very true. That's very true. So, you know, if any of these companies hear this stuff, you know, holler at me. What's up, man? I'm trying. Yeah. I'll, I'll push your product because Absolutely. I know. Perfectly. Before you paid me, I knew it was good. Anyway. Exactly. OG in this thing. Yeah, man. Come on now. Let's go, daddy. Want to uh, get semi-serious about this next topic because, like, luckily for me, I, I, I have pretty strong opinions on it, but, like, I we'll just get into it, okay? We're going to talk about this 
um, this this NCAA um, uh, champion swimmer, okay, uh, Leah Thomas, I believe is this person's name. Um, she won first place in some swimming I got to be honest with you I don't know don't anything about swimming, swimming yeah I don't know anything about swimming but I know that she was in first place and she is a trans woman which would of course mean biologically speaking born, born male male okay and apparently lived that lifestyle up until this past year okay and so here here's my my thing and this is where things get dicey okay um is because like I understand the ultra woke want to support, you know, their agenda. And I don't mean that any kind of malice behind that. I just mean, you know, just like I want to support the agenda that I support, right? Well, the ultra woke want to do the same thing. So, you know, okay, look at Leah Thomas, stunning and brave, right? Just like uh, okay. Bruce Jenner. Or, I, okay, that was a mistake. Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner, you know, I'm pretty sure Caitlyn would be cool with that. At, uh, at this point, probably. Yeah. But so... You have a similar situation, right? Except that Bruce Jenner is who won the medals. You know what I'm saying? Caitlyn Jenner did not win any medals in the Olympics. Bruce Jenner did. Well, yeah, that's true. Right? And Bruce okay. didn't compete in a, a woman's division either. It, that's that's my point. Okay, I, I I'm going to go full feminist on this. Okay, um, women's sports is n- absolutely in no way, shape, or form a second chance for failed male athletes, okay? And I'm not saying that this person was, but the evidence would show that this person was a failed male athlete. So are you saying that before this past year that this athlete was competing as, as a man and wasn't having And, and was success, not having great success, but okay? But once uh, she switched over to the, the female division, yes. she became more dominant? Right, exactly. Well, 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 completely is, dominant. That's uh, very controversial. It is, okay? So here's the deal. This person, uh, whatever Leah went by as a man, um, you know, name wise, whatever. I I don't even know that. All I know is Leah Thomas. Okay, if she wants to live her life as a woman, you know me. Hats off to you. Have a yeah. good one. You know, I mean that that's your thing. But I feel like there's certain um, privileges that you forego whenever you do that, and one of which is competitive sports. I don't feel that it is fair in any way, shape, or form that you would say, okay, first, second, and third place women's division. You have first place. A biological man. Okay, that that's all I'm going to say on that. I'm not talking about she's a man. I'm talking about yeah, you're she not was talking born. About gender, gender identity. Yeah, I'm talking about the actual genetics. genetics. Yeah, that is a man who won a woman a woman's uh, race, right? And then, is there no uh, hormone therapy or anything that's going where there's a transitioning process to where I I have no idea. All I know is that this young woman is still built. As a young man, okay. Uh, that that's that's and that's only because does, I read. It does seem very unfair. Now I don't want to take <laughs> it to this extreme, but it, let's say you know all of a sudden Brock Lesnar decided that he wanted to become a female UFC heavyweight fighter. Yeah, absolutely. And he started you know transitioning and going through that process. He would buy immediately just dominate over all of the people in that division well, because I mean, of his mere size alone. Exactly. And genetics, and, the fact that he was, you know, born stronger absolutely. and larger. And, and built more for combat like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, but you got to think, let's use that example because that's good. Brock Lesnar, if he decided to become Brittany Lesnar, yes. that may, 
that person could legitimately kill one of these women. It, it would be pretty scary because yeah. Brock Lesnar can legitimately kill a grown man. Yeah, absolutely. So getting back on the subject is this. I, I find it a little bit offensive on behalf of women that you have this second place, th- this girl who won second place. No, no, that she got first place. Uh, I, I, I have, feel, has anybody asked her how she feels about it? Is she hot about this? A little I mean, that's, I would that's imagine what, so. If I was yeah. doing that from her, especially being a competitor at the level that these, yeah, these absolutely. young women are, my gosh, I can't imagine how angry it would be to, you know, all of a sudden you got a Joanna Man situation. Uh, exactly. That's actually a good reference. It's a good movie, too. Anyway, um, so, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that's my big thing is like, look, if you want to live your life that way, look, who am I to get in your way, right? I mean, obviously uh, a racist and bigot if I wanted to get in your way. Um, I'm not trying to get in your way, but what I am trying to say is once you do make that firm decision that you are going to transition to the opposite sex, I would say that you forego the opportunity to compete in competitive sports within that the constraints of, of that gender, right? You know, you have women's and men's sports. The problem also would become is, you know, if you want to try to create a separate division to identify transis- transgender athletes, right. that in itself is highly controversial. Yeah, because, because you're, you're segregating you're, at yes, that point. you're separate but equal all over again, and it's not, that's not, yeah. it's not right. That's not the way that things should be handled. Right. The, the way that I think, that, like I said, the only way that you can do it in a, a truly in a fair way is to have the understanding that once you transition, your competitive life is over. Disqualification. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, it's this would be the same thing as if someone decided they wanted to become Captain America and they, sure. they develop some super serum that makes a person physically stronger and better. Well, that and by default would disqualify you Absolutely. from professional athletics because right. you have a competitive disadvantage or advantage right off the bat because you have this genetically modified. Advantage. I don't know. Just like they did Mark McGuire. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it, not it, that it different. It is the same uh, doping and yeah. performance enhancing drugs is the same. He uh, made same himself thing. Captain America and yeah. they disqualified him from the Hall of exactly. Fame because. Barry of Bonds' his records are stricken even though he just slaughtered all home run records. That's right. And if you recall, you remember that last season that he was taking down those records. He was getting booed heavily on the road from everyone. The only people that really supported Barry were people in San Francisco that rooted for that team. Yeah. And, and they didn't was, even care about Barry Bonds. No, they just cared, they cared about, about the, team. the Giants. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh he was booed because people felt even though he hasn't broke these records yet, we know that he's doing it under false pretenses. Right. Just like this athlete, like you said, just yeah. a year ago was struggling in a different division that now has a sudden competitive advantage. Yeah. And it seems disingenuous. Now yeah. you have to go back and as far as identifying whether this person wanted has always felt like they wanted to be different. Sure. That's a whole different conversation to have entirely. Yeah. Uh, support her fully, want her to live her best life and do whatever. It's yeah, just it does whatever. seem like this is a competitive disadvantage in sports because biologically she was stronger, faster and just Larger, just yeah, and, and like that's the point I'm getting at. You know, I mean, I, I think that everyone knows that I, you know, I the, if if somebody wants to live their life however they want to live their life, I'm not the guy who's going to get in their way. You know, do, just don't act, ask me to openly support it, and, and you won't be heartbroken. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I'll probably you know I'll just be like, okay, that's cool. You're going to do you. That's fine. But you can't. I feel like you can't be like, okay, well. 
and, and once again, even though I'm sure um, the, the competitive aspect of it was, I'm, I'm giving benefit of the doubt, competitive aspect of it did not come into play in, in her decision-making on, yeah, on this no. process. But at the same time, it should have. Because it, it should if have you been wanted something to, to consider. Yeah, if you want to continue competing, you can't start this process until you are done with your competitive life. Um, you know, I mean, at some point there there has to be lines drawn, or else we're we're, we're gonna we're trying to save ourselves to death. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, we have to support this. We have to support this. We have to support. Okay, well, what about? The actual women who were born women and who are comp- competing as women. What what about it's them? It's just another example of men coming in and, and dominating over something that you can't let them have this. Yeah, it, you I, can't let them have this. I can give you another example of something. Now we have talked about it in the past. Professional wrestling is completely prescripted. There's no sure. joke about it. You know the winners and losers coming going coming and going because it's right. a prescripted performance. However, they have to go out there and do these things themselves. Well, several years ago, the WWE decided it wanted to create a uh, essentially a ladder match where women would have a match similar to the way that men had been having a ladder match where they would compete for a briefcase right. at the top with the rights of claiming a championship match later on. That's it was the inaugural, you know, first ever women's money in the bank match. The decision was made to conclude this match with a man coming out, climbing up the ladder, taking it off of the top of the thing and dropping it into the hands of the woman that he was with, so she won. Mm -hmm. So in the inaugural Money in the Bank women's match... A woman couldn't win it on her own. A man right. had to come in and, and be, yeah. you know, in the the big finale. Well, that was very confront or uh, controversial, and people took a lot of offense to that because obviously this is something you can write, and this is just shoddy writing. Yeah, it was in poor taste. <laughs> yeah. It that, really is, and that was something that was predetermined and scripted, and they had a chance to f- go and fix that. This is something that is completely different and, right. and not. However, it's an example once again of, you know men coming in and taking over something that wasn't theirs to begin with, really didn't have a right to. Now, I understand that she's become a, a woman and now, and she's in, going sure. through the stages, and she's changing who she is. She's identifying as something different. However, at the time of the competitive you know, advantage, she was still biologically dominant because she was just physically larger, stronger, faster. Right, exactly. Like I said, it all comes down to me with... Just if if you're, I'll just say this. I'll put uh, doped up Marion Jones against her all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. I, I I mean, when it comes down to this particular project, like <clears throat> I remember um, the first year that we had actually met uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Well, Caitlyn Jenner won Woman of the Year. I, I don't know. I just feel like. Even if you have transitioned, you are living your life as a woman, you are, for social standings, whatever, you're a woman. I get it. That's fine. I'm not trying to take that away from you. I don't feel like you should win Woman of the Year, though. I feel like that should go to a woman. There's so many other women that were, you know, born... Absolutely. ...and have had to deal with everything and all of the crap that women have to deal deal with. And, and like, we as... And I say we, not we, sweetie... 
I am on your team. I don't support this garbage. But what I am going to say is like we as a people, we have gotten so focused on like, hey, we have to make every little person feel like a big person, which there's a time and a place for that. And I agree with that. But you can't take each individual person, rise them up on their grand pedestal. Because every time you focus in on that, what you're doing is you're ignoring the vast majority of people who probably earned that pedestal more than this person, right? My whole thing is this. I just think that high honors for women should be given to women. I, I mean, I, that's, that's really the best, thing, best way I can think to word that. I don't mean that to be any, form, any way, shape, or form controversial. I mean that for very to the point. I think that women should be praised. Like if there's an award to praise a woman, it should be given to a woman, not a, a man who has transitioned yeah. because... If you're gonna have to, if you're gonna supposedly carry the plight of a woman, you should be doing it your whole life, not yeah, just the, the last. There's part. a lot to be said that for the struggle that you know every woman has to go through. Yeah. living in the world that is male dominant. Yeah, so and and even like, look, man, there's plenty of stuff to be said about the the struggle of of trans people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, in a like world of, they, of that people cannot that there's be. confusion. Yeah, that's got to be a struggle yeah. also. You're dealing with that on a daily basis. Yeah, so like I don't take that away from you. No. I just say, eh, maybe don't compete in women's sports if you were born a man. That's all I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like, look, and here's the deal. When it comes down to this particular argument, um, this is my side of the argument. Uh, if you want to, hey, don't at me or do. I don't care. Uh, we can have this conversation, and it's and it's really okay. Like I am welcoming this conversation. If you're a big time, uh, uh, what would you call it? Ad- advocate, Tran- like a, a, a trans-, trans advocate. Yeah, a trans advocate. You can talk to me about it. it you're, yeah. you're probably not going to change my mind, but I will listen to you. You know what I mean? And I will let you speak. And you know, who knows? You might open my eyes or something. Yeah, I, it may give you some fact that you didn't know before. Who sure, knows? But yeah. Yeah, the thing is, is you're open mind to have that conversation. Whether, sure. Whether or not, you know, you'll be, your opinion will be swayed. That's, that's, that, that's neither here, here nor, nor there. there. I bet say a conversation should never be about swaying the well, other person. Exactly. And that's kind of what we're at is I, if I, like you've always told me as far as religion goes, mm-hmm. if you're the best way you're ever going to try to get me to convert, to be like you is by showing me that being like you is pretty awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of... And I'm not going to lie, being like me is pretty awesome. (laughs) I don't know about all that. (laughs) And don't forget about how humble you can be, like just like The most humble. (laughs) Just the best. Yeah. I'm just probably the best at being humble, okay? I'm the most humble, probably the humblest. I talked to Colby this past week. He did? Well, I mean, not, not really. I mean, as much as you did, I guess. Got my headset. Now I can hear you. All right. I can hear you before. (laughs) Yeah, it's better now. But now I can really hear you. Act like I've been here before. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Act like you've gone somewhere before. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know how a little turd's doing. Didn't really interact with us a whole lot. I put stuff out there all the time. The reason I put it on the group chat is to try to get him. Yeah, to to keep him. Well, I mean, and he's been like the past few days. He has, he has. I imagine he's very busy and very, very tired. He did send me a Snapchat and was like, "How's things going?" So yeah, I think he's he's doing all right. He's yeah. just exhausted. But, and uh, if I didn't happen to say before, we were talking about our my my previous co-host uh, C Wayne uh, uh, C Wizzle. 
he deserted us to go off and get some job or something. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I did the exact opposite. I deserted my job to get me some Hoot Hobbs shit. That's right. (laughs) Yes. Because we're known for making good decisions. Just you know the, the best decisions. Yeah. No, life is still great, brother. Well, life good. is still great on that front. You know, I made the decision to bet on myself, got yeah. the hell out of that toxic environment. Well, and, and you're I'm getting things going. Uh, I mean, you've, you've really jump-started our show again, you know, kind of gave it some new life that it, that it honestly, I feel like it needed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I'm just seeing the statistics, and we went from seeing about 24 people active on our webpage a day to about 300 a day. Well, see, that's a big deal. So that's we're getting 300 click-throughs on a daily average. Yeah. So eventually someone's going to start paying attention to us and right. talking to us, which they're starting to interact with us. Yeah, now. that's, that's nice. very true. Yeah, we've had several people uh, contacting us, which is something that we've been pretty much begging for the whole time. Yes, because now we, we have a direction. Really, yeah, it, it, exactly. And we also have a – we can tell what people have an interest in and who listens to us and for what reasons. And we can always, you know, placate and make sure that we keep that audience happy. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're nothing if not uh, people pleasers. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is textbook pandering, okay? Exactly. <laughs> we are here to make you happy. Yeah, I want to make you feel good. And if you feeling good makes someone else feel bad – then I will pander to them next week. <laughs> um, so uh, tell ourselves. Yeah, I'm just we're just pimping ourselves out here. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, see Wayne. He hit me up uh, this past uh, week, this Wednesday, and just basically, you know, hey, how you doing? I've been meaning to check up and haven't been. You know, he's busy. He's 21. He's busy, and, he's busy and that job that he's doing right sure. now is, uh, you know, he's working those hard to long days. But uh, I will say this, in our conversation, what I've learned is that uh, C. Wayne has finally started listening to the podcast. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't believe he ever did before. <laughs> I just refuse to believe that he ever did unless he was with me while listening. I, I don't know, because there were times where it's like, okay, have you downloaded the show this Actually, week? And huh? you look at huh, what? But download it from where? I'm like, oh, God. But anyway, he says he's been listening. He's like, man, the show's like really good. I was like, oh well, I'm I'm glad you like it. Yeah, no, we've it's really vamped up the past several weeks, and I've really enjoyed it as well. I enjoy bringing the content. So anyway, getting back on C Wayne, I, uh, I I asked him, you know, hey man, how's how's everything going? Like, you know, how's work? He said, you know, work's busy, it's good. He's doing well though, and so I had to ask him about, you know, as we would call her, the individual. Yeah, and uh, she he he just told me that you know he's been real busy with work and with school, and like they're still kind of talking or whatever. But they they've both kind of so the individual is has not gone away. That uh, they're still a part of his life. Yes, but. I'm, I think they've both decided to put each other on the back burner because of the time distance. And yeah, everything they're, else yeah, is exactly. Long distance relationships are hard. Yeah, the, what, it's like what all's working against you? I'm like time, space, and matter. That's what's that's what's working against you, like that. Yeah. So, but he's, uh, they both put it on the back burner. He says, but he's just been really focusing on on work and school. So, I think that that's good. I, he says he's bored in the hotel and he's ready to ready to get back home, um, which. You know, I, I'm I'm actually borderline proud of him for for letting himself get bored in a hotel. Yeah. You know, it's too easy to go out and spend money. Like, you know what I mean? And oh and, yeah, so uh, 
Gosh, yeah, Thrifty Hoot is yeah. fully behind yeah. his uh, yeah, absolutely. his nephew's decisions of being a Be, frugal. Yeah, frugal. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I call it. My wife says I squeak when I walk because I'm too tight. But, yeah, I'm just cheap. But cheap. Uh, yeah, just what what is that? Cheap, cheap, cheap. Is that a bird? No, it's my husband walking across the living room. That's what my wife would say. I I don't know why I made her sound like that. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> like well, most of the time, I, I make ask her you s- if we go order a pizza. He said, "No, we got frozen one over here." <laughs> yeah, I now hold on a second. In my house, in my house, that is not a cheap thing. I'll be like, "No, we got a frozen one." My wife be like, "Bet." Man, we love them cheap, love frozen fro- pizza like, bro. Too. Tony's pizza, but <laughs> like it was like, do you get a DiGiorno? Oh, you talking about that stuff that actually looks no. like a pizza you get at a restaurant? No, no. Tombstone, Tony's, or Red Baron, or Bust. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. Give me that dollar ninety five pizza, bro. Because you know what you're getting when you come into it. it <laughs> yeah. It's not trying too hard to no, be a better pizza. It doesn't than it insist is. upon itself. Yeah, because you're right. There's something about those high end frozen pizzas where. There's still a quality that you're sacrificing by not going to a pizzeria. Yeah, and I'm still paying this stupid price for it. I might as well go to like pizza parlor or something. And that's like cardboard with ketchup on it. <laughs> oh, but it does have some mozzarella cheese. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you ever go anywhere when you have Steffi's here in town. Bro, I'll tell you this. Steffi, Steffi's has Steffi's does have its downsides. Downsides? Is that, yeah. is that a word? That's uh, a word. We're making it a word here on the Hoot Hop Show. That's a thing. Anyway, so like the downside to Steffi's is this. Um, ever since 2020, the dining room has closed. So it's been takeout only, right? Okay. Well, the dining room recently reopened. Okay. And then Omicron. Shut it back down again. So like I, I am one of those weirdos, especially when it comes down to pizza. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I do like grabbing a pizza and heading home. Okay. But, like, if I go to get, like, Steffi's, because it's more of a... I mean, this is brick oven pizza. Yes, this, this is, is a hometown, handmade. This Every is piece some, of this pizza, bruh, somebody has hand-tossed and hand-crafted. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. And so this is the type of pizza I want to go to the restaurant, and I want to sit down and order it. And, honestly, I want to get a pitcher of beer, too, but you can't do that in Lavaca. Um, you know, it's one of the few things that you can't do here that it would be, you know, whatever. Anyway, just make it a utopia. Yeah. Oh, bro. I would never leave this town (laughs) ever. The people were like, oh, don't you need to go do this? Mm -mm. We're good. I'm fine. Thank you. But anyway, uh, so that kind of sucks. And this is... This is handmade pizza, so it's you're you're paying. Awesome. It is my favorite yeah. pizza. I I will say that there's one other pizzeria that I do like almost as much, if maybe a little more. It's Papa's Pizzeria in downtown Fort Smith. Yeah, Papa's is really good, but there's something about Steffi's that has my heart, and yeah. it has since the very first day. That's where right. You brought me out here, and you're like, oh, yeah. "Hey, try this." Yeah, I say, believe me, man. This ain't this ain't now, just for country bumpkins. And okay? now this I will make good. the trek to Lavaca from Absolutely. wherever I live. Yeah, just to, to get to pizza. Get this hey, pizza. look, man. There's people who travel. From all over the country to get this pizza, legit, yeah. legit, they do. Like, yes, I would say I have a friend of mine. Now I understand they're from here and they were coming in for a they, visit. They know what, but they getting. came from Washington State to, and they made sure not to go home before coming to Lavaca. Yeah, before they swung into Lavaca and bought a bunch of frozen pizza subs and took back home with them. Oh yeah, so that they could throw them in the oven. Absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you want to make the trek back to Lavaca? I mean, state champs. Yeah, see, that. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I forgot to talk about it last week uh, because it was the week before that they won. Yes. So Lavaca Golden Arrows 
senior hot boys basketball team are the 3A, 2A? 2A. 2A. Are the 2A state champions. And that's actually really cool because tomorrow here in town, uh, they're actually doing a parade. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so that's I, awesome. That's, uh, that's great stuff, Kudos man. to those young men. Absolutely. That game was, I watched the game on, uh, I streamed it. It was yeah, uh, very, you, very good. See, I watched it on PBS, and let me tell you something. Arkansas PBS did a fantastic job of better that. Better than Jefferson Pilot Sports in oh, the 90s. Bro, I mean, I'm talking Arkansas PBS put on a that production. Kentucky bias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they did. They put on a very professional production. I mean, you felt like Kudos. you were watching a, a, a college oh, yeah. game. No, I loved it. They had the it overlays was, and everything. Yeah, they, it was great. They seemed to focus on the right things in the yep. play. They weren't over, trying to Yeah, the guys calling much. the game did a great job. It wasn't too much, but it was very detailed. Yes. It was, I mean, you, you it was yeah. awesome. And not to mention, I'm a little bit biased, but uh, number 22 out there, uh, Alex Hobbs, he's, uh, he's pretty special to me. And I'm I'm just proud of him. You know, it's my little cousin, and he's a well, kudos he's a state to champion the, to so. the Golden Arrows. Yeah, and man. we're very proud. Yeah. We've been repping them from the beginning of that's this right, season. Man. We're going to continue to rep them because that's right, man. We heart Golden Arrows. Well, I mean, yeah, that's right. And, and, and you got to see my my good luck video that we put up on on Facebook. Oh, and, and TikTok. Yeah, yeah I, I even ripped the uh, the purple and gold flannel for them. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe we call that one the Mamba, but uh, you know. Can't help it that champions wear purple and gold. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe not so much in LA right now, but but anyway, Lavaca did. That's a a conversation for another day. We can actually have that conversation because I'll say this right now. I don't know. They're catching uh, catching on fire at the right time right now. They're dangerous yeah. if they sneak in there as an eighth seed. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Because we can have that conversation on the sports show. So if you yeah. want to hear more about the NBA and what we think, how things are going to be shaping up here, just tune into the the sports talk with Hoot and BT. Yeah, at least that's we, what we're calling it right a, now. It's wordy, but we're working on it. Tentatively, that's what it's called. We're trying to come up with something more catchy. So if anybody has any ideas, by all means, yeah, drop us a drop, drop us, us drop an idea. Us a, we'll, we'll, I mean, I'll even give you full on kudos and credit for for naming our sports show. Absolutely, yeah. So there's that. Um, I think we're done for the day uh, as far as the Hoot Hobbs show goes. Man, I hope everyone's really enjoying this new direction we're going in with the Hoot Hobbs show. And, of course, I hope that you tune in to our all-sports show. Uh, that way you can still get uh, hot takes and, 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 and all, your, all your bulls and cowboys and, and Razorback news, you know what I mean? But uh, thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you guys for supporting us, man. And, and I, as always... I'm going to ask you to continue to do that and to do more for us, man. If you see a link with us, please share it, and we appreciate you guys yeah, so follow much. Follow us on TikTok. We're hoping to be able to get a 1,000 people following our TikTok yeah. page so that we can begin doing TikTok lives yeah, yeah. whenever we do our show because we, again, aren't going to go the way of the dinosaur. We're going to embrace right. this social media thing and hop on. It's kind of That's fun. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, man, just... Uh, just jump on board with us, man. It, it's a lot of fun on this pirate ship, all right? And we, we don't think we're sinking anytime soon. So uh, once again, thank you guys. Find us, download us, all that good stuff, and drop us a line anytime you want to. So from BT and from myself, Hoot Hobbs, we will bid you good night. Good night.